Good evening and welcome to Chatting to Wellness with Noskanko. Tonight we'll be talking about infertility and I'll be bringing on a midwife, um, Nurse Adedapo, to talk to us about that. But before she comes on, what is infertility? Infertility diagnosis is made when a couple have an acute pregnancy after a year of unprotected sex and trying to conceive. If a woman above 35, it means after six months of trying, you can be declared to have infertility. Now, there are primary and secondary infertility and she'll be discussing more on that but one over third of infertility causes can be attributed to females one over third of infertility causes can be attributed to male and the remaining one over third it can be a combination of both so it's not just a female it could be the male or it could be the combination of both of them that is causing them to be infertile um i'll just bring Dr. nosadita kohon now to continue from where i stopped thank you as you listen uh, thank you for accepting the request to for you to come on um, my podcast tonight. And You're welcome. Talking about infertility. But before then, um, this is Nurse Adeda Kokende. She's a registered nurse and also a registered midwife. And you currently work as a pediatric nurse, I believe. Yes, yes. Oh, that's brilliant. You're doing wonderful. Thank you for being on the front line for us. We appreciate that. Sorry, come again. I didn't get that. Okay. All right. Um, so how do you feel about being here tonight? Hello? Uh, the network is kind of poor. Can you repeat oh, what you said? You. I, didn't I said, get how that. do you feel about being here tonight? Yes. Can you hear me? Okay. I said, how do I feel about what? How do you feel about being here tonight? Oh, I feel so wonderful being here. Okay, thank you. Um, I'll just get right to you so I don't take most of, more of your time. Um, first question that I have for you is, what is infertility? You know, my listeners want to know what infertility is in a way they would understand. Yeah. I will be talking about the what it is, the causes of infertility, the complication the life change, uh, the life, lifestyle changes and um, the management as well. Oh, so, that's yes. So from um, the widely accepted definition of infertility is an inability of a couple to achieve pregnancy after one year of regular unprotected sexual intercourse. Okay. So it has to be after one year. Yes, after a year of regular unprotected sexual intercourse. Sure. You can't say a couple is infertile if the sexual intercourse is not regular. Mm-hmm. It has to be unprotected. Yeah. What's infertility? So I come again. I said infertility is, an, is the inability of a couple to achieve pregnancy after one year of regular unprotected sexual intercourse. Okay. Yes, right. that is what infertility means. And we have a lot of people battling with infertility. A lot of them find it difficult to come out to report what they are going through, probably because of stigmatization or because of trauma and all that. So there are actually types of infertility. Okay. The primary infertility and secondary infertility. So the primary one is um, a condition where a couple has never achieved pregnancy despite regular unprotected intercourse for at least 12 months. They've never achieved pregnancy. It's just like the definition of infertility. Okay, so that's a primary Star type of infertility. Yes, that's a primary infertility. Okay. Then the second one 
um, is when a couple achieved pregnancy okay. before, but has failed to achieve another pregnancy within 12 months of regular unprotected intercourse. So that's the yeah. secondary infertility. In secondary infertility, people has achieved pregnancy before. They have a child of their own. The child may be oh, alive no. or not, but pregnancy before. has been achieved. They might not even before. have. They might not yes, even have other child. It could be probably a miscarriage. Yes, very well. It could be a miscarriage, but achieved pregnancy something. has been achieved. So for them to now conceive yeah. again, they found it difficult to conceive okay. again. So that is secondary infertility after regular unprotected sexual intercourse the regular intercourse must be there and that's to be unprotected so that is that's about the primary and the secondary oh, infertility okay. so I for have... for a couple to okay. be sorry continue. continue okay go on okay um for a couple to be able to achieve pregnancy it has to be mutual it has, it has to be a mutual thing a woman cannot stay on her own and say she wants to achieve a pregnancy without and being fertilized by the sperm donated from the man. And the man cannot stay and that he wants to achieve pregnancy without him being releasing sperm to the woman and fertilization taking place. So the causes of infertility can be on either from the woman or from the man. Okay, so we're now on the curses. So so we're going to talk about the curses of infertility right now, right? Okay. Yes. Yes. So uh, we'll start from the male, from the female part. You know, for most couples, you know, most times about more than 60% of women in underdeveloped or developing countries who are infertile. Do you understand that? So, but we have problems. No, you, you went off for a minute. Male. Come again. Not you, went, you went off for a minute. Oh, sorry about Can you that. Repeat? That's fine. Can you repeat what you said? Okay. I said that um, for a couple to achieve pregnancy, it has to be a mutual thing. A woman cannot mm-hmm. be alone and say she wants to achieve pregnancy without the sperm being collected from the man and being fertilized. Yeah. And a man cannot also stand alone and say he wants to achieve pregnancy without meeting a woman. So I said that sure. um, for most couples battling with infertility, um, about 60% of them feel that the cause is actually from the woman. Meanwhile, so many... That's what the society, that's what the society has led a lot of us to believe, actually. Exactly. But when you find out from both of them, when you do some investigations, you may end up um, realizing that the cause of dying for at least is actually from the man. So except they come out, except they visit the hospital, except they visit the gynecologist, they may not actually know what is causing the problem so for causes of infertility on the female part now i want to discuss on the female part one of the major causes is tuba blockage and which is the commonest cause of infertility when the tube is blocked tuba blockage so we're talking about the fallopian tubes now correct yes that's where the Ah. egg is being released from the fertilization takes place so when the tube is blocked there's no half fertilization because fertilization takes place at the ampulla of the tube. And when the tube is blocked, there's no how fertilization will take place and infertility will occur. And what are the things that could result in tuber blockage? Sexually transmitted infection. Okay. One is such as blockage, such as gonorrhea, chlamydia, and then um, staphylococcus um, and the rest. Okay. Now, um, there are a couple of questions about that. For sexually transmitted infection, can we say 
the normal vaginal thrush, you know, the candidate, candidiasis a woman gets, can we say it's a sexually transmitted disease, like yeast infection, I mean? Yes, yes, it is. Okay, and we can say that could be one of the things that could result in tubal blockage. blockage. Exactly. Correct? Exactly. Okay, yeah. Because there are quite a few number of people that battle with yeast infection and do not really know how to go about it. Yes, especially when, you know, most people also, you know, when they have um, sexually transmitted infections, they go on to buy over-the-counter drugs. And when exactly. it's poorly treated... Treated or untreated over and over again, it creeps your current, mm. and before you know it, it affects the whole pelvis, leading to pelvic inflammatory disease from oh, there. Facility okay. can set in, and a lot of complications can set in as well. So, okay. the commonest cause for a female on the part of the female, and the major the cause is just yeah, sexually transmitted infection. Yes, another thing on the part of the female that could cause infertility is an ovulation. That is no ovulation. There are women like that, that they menstruate, but they do not ovulate. Without ovulation, they can't be released of the egg. Hmm. Is it quite possible to menstruate without actually ovulating? Yes, it is. It is very and possible. What could cause that? You know, it could be as a result of hormonal changes. It could be as a result okay. of gentle abnormalities. Immunological okay. causes could also cause it. Then there are some cases where the woman is on um, cytotrog- uh, cytotoxic drugs or some drugs Medication. that can actually suppress ovulation. Yes. And oh, yeah, people- that's true. Yes. As, um, I think tamoxifen is one of those um, exactly. kind of things and good relics. It is. It is. Exactly. Okay. So it could, have, it could actually cause infertility. It could cause infertility. Then there are some other conditions like um, uterine conditions, which could be as a result of infection. Could be as a result of infection. Fibroid. Okay. Yes. Fibroid can also cause that, especially when it is much and depending on the area where it is located. Wait. Okay. Yes, fibroid can cause infertility. Another thing is that could cause infertility on the part of, excuse me, another thing that could cause infertility on the part of the female could be social causes, maybe uh, multiple sexual partners. You know, she's at risk of having um, sexually transmitted infection. She's at risk of having HIV, AIDS. And when that happens, you know, um, she's um, immunosuppressed. She's also immunocompromised. And, you know, ability to achieve pregnancy is actually very, very slim. Then prostitution can actually cause that. Then another thing is... Um, if I can... Sorry to cut you short. If I can take you back on that, for the social causes, where you spoke about a woman having multiple sexual partners. Yes. Now, what if she has multiple sexual partners, but she has protected sex with those multiple sexual partners? Oh, perfect. If she had protected sex with them, then the chances of her having sexually transmitted infection and HIV AIDS are no. very slim. Yes. yes. Chances are and for prostitution... What if she practices safe sex as well? If she does, then the chances are also very low. The chances of her becoming infertile are low. Right. Yeah. So we can say these causes, these social causes, are not particularly, um, how do I put it, are not particularly causes if they are not being done in an no, unsafe exactly. way. Exactly. They are not being done in an unsafe way. Yes. Then okay. we have um, another cause, which could be um, the extreme of the weight of the woman. When I say extremes, I mean a woman that is underweight and a woman that is obese, grossly obese. Yes. Okay. Can, have, um, um, can be infertile, can have um, 
inability to conceive after regular unprotected intercourse for 12 months, 12 calendar. Courses of underweight okay. of nutritional courses. She's not eating well. You know, she's um, deprived of the adequate nutrients she needs. Yeah. Yeah. of protein and you know the what is it called the um fertility rate is also very very low because vegetables and um, green and um, naturally green fruits they contain high proportion of folic acid yes yeah which is needed and zinc exactly. as well i think which yeah, is which needed is needed for, for yeah, so a woman that is underweight yeah. okay find out the cause of the underweight whether it's nutritional whether she's sick having immunological conditions whether she's um, having a terminal diseases those things can actually cause infertility because you know she will be exposed to a lot of drugs she will be, even psychologically she may not be stable to be able to conceive then for the obese part as well, you know, a woman that is obese, that's a woman whose BMI is more than 30, can also have um, problem conceiving because, you know, um, the body system, the body mass index is actually large. I know some of them, yeah, yes, exactly. Some of them, even when they are not, um, what is it called? Even when they are not breastfeeding, you see their breast size and you see some of them lactating when they are not even breastfeeding those things can actually be to exactly those things are not and i possible. i think i believe lactation when you're not actually um you're not actually breastfeeding or you don't have a child you're breastfeeding yes. can actually reduce your progesterone and your estrogen level which could help you with your fertility yes it can it's can it's can all right yes okay. it's can it's can all right okay. yeah okay yes. so uh, what about the causes for men yes for men causes of infertility could be as a result of poor quality of semen yes right. yes the one of the, the, the what uh, not even one of the what causes the fertilization of the egg. semen is low due to low scap as uh, low sperm count or hypospermia or there are even some men, uh, some men that don't have sperm that's hypospermia you know, the quality they, re- they release is actually very, very poor. So it can cause infection. Oh, so there are men that do not actually have sperm. Yes, as a sperm, yeah. I have that seen not two. Sperm. I have seen two, yes. I have seen. Okay, and this, this, even though they can't produce sperm, they are potent. Yep. I mean, no, like they, they can really, get aroused. Yes, they can get aroused, but the um, semen release doesn't have a viable sperm. Doesn't have a viable sperm. Wow. Okay. So it's more or less like they're just releasing a semen, yeah. which is basically fluid. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. All right. Yes. So there are some other conditions like um, you know, I said um, tuba blockage for the women the other time for the yeah it could be as a result of duct blockage. That's the vessel, the vast difference where the sperm connects to from the epididymis like that to be released. There could be blockage. And one of the causes of the blockage will be as a result of sexually transmitted infection, just like in the case. Then maybe uh, maybe the man went through surgery relating to the pelvic area and it was tampered with, it could actually cause, um, what is it called? Blockage of the vast difference. Can I Yeah. Okay, you wanted to ask the question? Yeah, I was going to ask if, um, um, what is it called? A tumor of the prostate. The prostate gland, which is quite connected, it's I think the dot passes somewhere around the prostate gland as well. Yes. So if there is a problem with the prostate gland, does that mean there can be a problem with the production of semen? There could be. 
you know, there won't be problem okay. with the production of cement, but the transport. Okay. There could be problem with the transport, okay. especially the transport of the cement. With benign posture type right. BPH. Okay. Yes, there could be yeah. with the transportation of the cement. Okay. So another thing right. is um, erectile dysfunction, like um, impotence. You know, there are some men that are actually impotent, impotent rather, but they won't want to come out. They won't want to tell you about. We'll talk about it. exactly. Mm. Feel um shy about it and it could actually be embarrassing to them. So that's practice for men. Then, as a side question, sorry to cut you short. As a side question, for that impotency, is it sort of curable? I think why a lot of men are not about are, are not quite happy about coming out to talk about it. Are they're not sure if it's actually curable? No. Uh, yeah, it so is it curable? Can it be treated? It depends on the severity. You know, okay. Thing is, All right. Some men, the cost could that if the cost is known, you know how to go about the treatment and the management. Yeah, exactly. So when the man comes out, he visits the gynecologist. You know, history taking will be done. It will be subjected to some laboratory investigations, and if the cost is detected, the treatment could actually be very easy, as compared to what he thought. Okay. okay. All right. Um, just so we don't um take a lot, a lot more of your time, I will just run through a couple of questions more okay. that we're gonna go through tonight. Um, just so we can let you go back to the rest of your day. Okay. Um, so are there like treatment or management for infertility for both the man and the woman? Oh. I know you've mentioned quite a few courses, and during the course of explaining the courses, yes. you've said a few things that could be done. But just to run through it again, what are the things that could be done? Treatment, management-wise? Yes, okay. Okay, for management of infertility, we start with general yeah. examination. You know, I said something okay. the other time that the body size of a woman also matters. Yeah. So one of the things we do is to assess the body uh, the body shape and stature. For example, you see some people with webbed neck, you know, the neck is kind of, um, how would I describe it? You know, it's kind of webbed, you know, it's constricted and all that. It could suggest tuner syndrome. It could suggest any other syndrome. Do you understand? Tuner syndrome is a chromosomal disorder and it could also cause emphasis. You know, when a woman is having a body mass index that is greater than 30 or a body mass index that is less than 19, you know, she's likely to have infertility because she's at the extremes. You know, one of it is assessing body size and shape. The other thing is abnormal breast development. You know, a woman who is not supposed to be, who is not lactating and is, uh, who is not breastfeeding and is lactating. Lactating, like I talked about. That could also cause that, you know. So another thing is um, abdominal palpation to find out if there's any abnormality. For example, fibroid, just like I said earlier. (laughs) You get Exactly. So pelvic examination as well is done for the woman and the man as well. So then they, are, they can do some laboratory investigations like uh, laparoscopy. Laparoscopy is the assessment of the internal organs. Yes, laparoscopy, hormonal profile for the woman. You know, if the estrogen level is high or the progesterone level is high, you know, those things can actually work by, um, if the woman goes for hormonal profile, she can actually know, okay, this is what is high. The prolactin level is high, which is not supposed to be because prolactin be. suppresses ovulation. Exactly. Then the man can be subjected to semen analysis as well. So, so the man cannot be subjected to hormonal profile. Yes, there are right? profile for men as well. Because yeah, we have that's like, yes, we have some yeah, because they could have some left. Yes, yes, we have some men okay. that also grow breast, which is abnormal. Abnormal, exactly. Okay, it's abnormal. So yeah, 
exactly all right so then for the what is it called the treatment of infant that's the management you know the treatments it starts from counseling you know this couple okay. they are psychologically down you take history mm-hmm. gynecological history then issues involving counseling you know for example a childless woman she has no place in a matrimonial home especially in our setting here if a woman is childless mm-hmm. she has no place you also you have to counsel her are you saying sorry sorry about that are you saying that uh uh because of the societal saying exactly. or as a fact no it's a societal saying you know here okay. especially, especially in um, underdeveloped or developing countries if you're yeah. childless you know especially a man that okay that loves to have children and all that you know they right. will be worried after a year two years and all that and she's having um issues conceiving she'll be worried so you have to okay. tell the couple especially on that you have to erase harmful traditional practices now that is that um your management is very important you will tell them to avoid exposure to um radiographic substances avoid uh, exposure to intensive engine heat that is one of the things that causes reduce um sperm count in men when a man, in men yes when a man is exposed to intensive engine heat you know during long distance travel local especially for locomotive drivers and all that so that mm. that and then encourage them to take high proteinous diet encourage them on fluid intake intake of vitamin supplements then to maintain personal hygiene is very very important personal okay. hygiene and then yeah very very important then in case of infection they should not go to over yes and there are some interventions for infertility one of these is assisted reproductive technology which okay. is on today example is the IVF in vitro uh, fertilization IVF is mm-hmm. yes in vitro fertilization then it could be embryo transfer just to help this couple to achieve pregnancy they could actually be placed on fertility drugs to stimulate egg production if the woman is um, having reduced um egg in a production in a, yes in our ovary ovary thank you it could be placed on drug then another thing is use of surrogate mother surrogacy that's also okay. that's also very common you know there are some cases where um, either the woman or the woman is having issues i know okay for example if both of them are having issues now there are some cases where both okay. of them can be having issues conceiving so they can actually get a surrogate mother so it's in surrogacy a sperm donor a sperm will be connected from a donor and they will be transferred to the woman during fertilization and the woman will be the one to carry the pregnancy to term so after delivery she will hand over the baby to the infant to them. yes so- and sometimes actually surrogacy um could be done with the eggs of both the mother and like the biological mother and the sperm of the biological father if they don't have issues exactly. but they have issues with carrying the baby to term I believe. Yes, yes. You can be done so with the egg of the mother. surrogate mother. Yes, for example, yes, the mother surrogate asks, mother can be... Go on. Sorry, you were saying... Okay, no, no, sorry. Go on. Let me um, listen. Yeah, I was to trying you. to say the surrogate mother can... Either, it's a two-way thing. The surrogate mother can just be a surrogate mother or she could be... Um, a biologic she could have a biological composition of the kid as well as being a surrogate mother. So, yes, yes. You're right. Yes, yes. Yes, so that is just it. Then I'll just talk about the strategies briefly for achieving pregnancy. You know, find okay. 
couples come to you, I don't want to be, I don't want a problem where after exposure to the to sexual intercourse, I'm having issues conceiving and all that. So what are the strategies to achieving pregnancy? Even if that's a couple, you know, one thing that they may not be getting it right. You know, sexual okay. intercourse might be done when the woman is not fat. So a woman should be familiar with her menstrual and ovulation time exactly okay. so they should have sexual intercourse around the ovulation time the other thing is that they should discourage them doting and use of lubricants for the women for the woman you know okay. so women actually do that a lot the other thing is that you help them to you educate them on methods of preventing infertility like i said earlier avoid exposure to heat avoid wearing tight pants and all that for the men then now that's yeah. early diagnosis of sexually transmitted infection. When you see that your infection. discharge is different from what it used to be, you report to the hospital immediately. You don't keep it. Ah, you charge, uh, the discharge coming out is now brownish and offensive. You don't keep yeah. it. So if you report immediately. Yes, then give them, pro- promote the use of condom, diaphragm, and spermaticides, you know, for prostitutes, for women that have multiple sexual partners, just like we said earlier, you know, promote that okay. to prevent STM. So the for f- sex workers, we use more of, you know, the safe sexual intercourse yeah. ways and for multiple sexual partners as yeah. well. Um, just before you continue, a very quick question. Okay. You mentioned something about doching and use of lubricant. Yes. Yeah? Yes. Now, for women that have dryness and they have what we call dyspareunia, that's a painful sexual intercourse, yes. and as well are battling with infertility. Yes, please. Now, and we had advised them to actually use lubricant. Are you saying the usage of lubricants could reduce their chances of getting pregnant? Okay, thank you for that question. There are some lubricants that actually reduce palm quality. Okay. Yes. So for women like that that have dryness of the vagina, vaginismus and all that, they should visit their gynecologist. Okay. <laughs> now, so water-based, water-based um, lubricants, I I think they're okay. about 99%. I, 99% what? I think they're about 99% um, endorsed, endorsed by almost every gynecologist. Yes, Jeremy. Um, as being safe, safe. stores that are safe. Yeah. Yes. So the water-based ones are not like they don't. They are not spermato toxic. I believe. Okay, you said what? Yeah, they are not spermatocytes. They are not spermatocytes. Like they are not toxic to the sperms. Oh yes, the water-based the ones one. recognized by recommended by um gynecologists are not. Gynecologists. Yes. Okay. So it's better. You know, there are some people that use a lot of homemade lubricants. I've heard of that. Homemade oh, lubricants. yeah. There are people that use Absolutely. that. That's surprising. Homemade lubricants and all that. And before you know it, these things, by the time you run them through laboratory investigations, they actually reduce yeah. your sperm. So the best thing to do is to okay, visit your gynecologist or you visit your a pharmacy store and let them know, okay, I want a lubricant. Then you read through the leaflets very well before you use it. Okay. Yes. All right. So, that makes a lot of sense. And I hope I've been able to. Um, yeah, you've been able to do a lot of justice to this. Thank you so so much. I'm I'm glad you you came on here with us. Thank you. Thank you so very much. Um, I really appreciate it. Awesome. Um, all right. Thank you. Have Bye. a good night. And you Bye. too. Enjoy the evening. Bye. And you too. Bye. All right. Okay, and that's it tonight with Noz Adidapo. Um, 
basically with infertility there are quite a few things a number of things that we might not have been able to touch but if you do have any questions um please let me know um, in the comment section and i'll be happy to answer all of your questions um also there was something i wanted to say uh about healthcare professionals and handling of some medications there are some medications that should not be handled especially nurses that should not be handled um, by a sexually active woman or a woman who is planning to get pregnant and some of those drugs include finasteride and there is another particular one that you know drugs are basically used to treat benign postural hyperplasia to treat bladder infections for men and some few hormonal medications should have been touched by a healthcare practitioner who is a woman that is trying to get pregnant. So we advise you use your gloves when you're trying to touch this kind of medications. We advise you wash your hands immediately after touching them. Um, and that's it about that for tonight. Thank you for staying with me on chatting to wellness with Nurse Kanko. Um, it's been a wonderful time.